Warning, this podcast may change the way you think about business, entrepreneurship, and money forever. The Conquistador Podcast was created for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and leaders who want to conquer their future. future, future. To be an epic entrepreneur, you must adopt the right mental paradigms as well as master the art of selling, marketing, and finance. Now, it's time to welcome two serial entrepreneurs, leaders, husbands, and fathers who are passionate about sharing the strategies that are helping them excel in life and in business. Here are Mauricio Garcia and Hubert Humphrey. Okay, we are live once again, excited to be able to share the information we believe you will find helpful to take you from where you are now in your entrepreneurship uh, efforts to where you want to go. And today we're going to talk about how to choose the right partner in business and the importance of building teams. And with that, of course, I'm joined by my friend, mentor, and partner, the great Hubert Humphrey. Hubert. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. It's going to be a great, great day today with our podcast, and certainly we'll talk more about it, but we've got our great Conqueror event here later later today. It's going to be a fabulous time, a great weekend for everybody. Excited uh, for that as well. A great great, uh, some subjects here today that we're we're going to cover. I think it will help a lot of people. Absolutely, and I think a lot of people think about when they understand that they can't do it and everything by themselves, especially those entrepreneurs that have already been in business for you know uh, a couple of years, that they understand they're going to need to build a nice team around them, right? Because at the end of the day, great companies are nothing but a group of people coming together to achieve those great vision. And so you've built a lot of teams, uh, not just administratively, but also huge sales force, right? And they're all part of the part of the team. But um, how, how have you been like, I know entrepreneurs in the beginning, they seem to be the ones doing everything. Eventually, you have to graduate from that and begin to uh, recruit and duplicate yourself. And that's probably not an easy task. But let's just speak about the importance of it. Go to the basics and just do that mental shift in the mind of the importance of building a team. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the nice thing about my story is that when I when I entered into financial services and, and joined what was the beginning of the A.O. Williams movement, uh, I was joining. I was aligning with something bigger than myself. They had they had a, even though it was small and just a baby company, they had the, they had the, uh, enough of a team behind them that would take care of all the things I didn't have to fool with. They all the commissions, uh, the commission systems, the contracts with carriers, uh, uh, all those types of things, administration of. Of business and all, all, I didn't have to do any of that. So all I had to do was come in here and plug in, and uh, I could choose to build a team, or I could choose to sell, or I could choose to do both, and which I did. I did all mm-hmm. of the above. So, so I I made sure I aligned myself with something to where I didn't have to get bogged down with the creation of all this kind of stuff. What I had no clue what any of it meant. I'd have never got off the ground. But I, I aligned myself with something bigger than myself. I, I aligned myself with a success team that was already waiting, waiting to allow people like me, entrepreneurs like me, to, to come in and learn and grow and succeed and build my own company within a company, a business within a business uh, type deal. And so that was that was an important way for me to get started. But I, I immediately had I had already learned before I got there uh, the, the difference between trying to trying to be a salesman and sell my way to the top 
as opposed to building teams. I had learned that in a few other little things that I'd been in. And like even in Amway, you know, you, you, you couldn't make a living selling the products, so you had to build a team and get lots of people doing it to have a chance to, for your overrides to equal something. So I'd already learned that there. And so I just applied all those principles when I got into financial services, but the products were much more valuable. The products were much bigger. Commissions were much bigger. The overrides were much bigger. Everything was just supersized there, you know. But I, I learned I learned some concepts. I learned long ago it was that team over me. I, I remember mm. uh, back uh, in 1980 when when the Georgia Bulldogs won the national championship and, and they had the great Herschel Walker, who was one of the great football players of all time, it was a was a, a freshman with him, and, and I think he's a freshman or sophomore that year, and, and he he helped rally that whole team, and they came together and they go out and win the national championship, and and and, and after the game he took off his uh, shoulder pads and his jersey, and up under there he and all the rest of the players had a t-shirt, and they all they had worn it every day in all the spring practices. Mm-hmm. Every practice throughout the whole season, they had, they had wore these shirt, little T-shirts underneath that said "Team Over Me," and it just and it just bound, bonded them all together on this mission of a team, Team Over Me, and that just impressed me that how important the team was. Everybody's pulling together on one common deal, and you look at the word "team." Most of you have heard this before, but T stands for together. E is every everyone. A achieves. And M is more. Together, everyone achieves more. I like it. Together, yeah. you know, like in the, in, the, in, the, in nature, the strength of the wolf is in the pack. It's always about right. a team. I like the way you said it earlier about a big giant corporations are nothing but a whole bunch of teams that are that right. are linked together in in, uh, in, in, in special in, in, in special circumstances, but they're all tied together under the banner of a great company's mission. So. Teams, team, uh, building teams is where it's at. That, that's where the money is at. That, that's that's uh, that's yeah. why that's why you want to build teams. And when you're building teams, obviously, I think that um, being an entrepreneur myself is that you're doing all these different things in the beginning, right? Maybe because you don't have the money or you don't know, you don't have that talent to fill whatever void that uh, it needs to be dealt with, and so that the duplication game, it's. Um, it's a process every entrepreneur has to go through. So can you speak to that? I mean, how fast or how did you went about being able to to duplicate yourself in all these different things so that not to get bogged down in the operations and really be able to do more of the, maybe in the beginning you were not necessarily CEO, you're not doing CEO roles, you're recruiting and you're building and you're leading and you're motivating and you're, and you're really helping uh, your new team members uh, build their distribution channels, but eventually you did take the role of CEO, and you know CEOs not really shouldn't be involved in operation, but more in the duplication game of being able to you know put the right talent in the right in the right spaces, right? That's right. And uh, again, I, I I learned a lot by studying, and I studied like I stu- studied Ray Kroc, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, one of his great principles, reason why he, he said you need to, you need a system that business franchise format system he started, not only for it to be predictable, food proof and profitable, it had to. And since he was depending on other people's money to come invest in buy franchises, he had to make sure that he was better than the other opportunities because there was a lot of competition for people to go and invest their money. And he had to make it. Hey, this you need to come invest your money in this franchise because one, it worked. I've got a system. It's proven. 
It works every time, all the time. Uh, uh, it's simply, it's simplified, it's profitable, all that good stuff. But he said, and it allows you as an entrepreneur to work on your business and not stay bogged down in your business. Now, everybody's going to go through a little bit of being in your business before you get on your business, but you got to learn to delegate. You got to learn to get good people around you. You got to have this, 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 this different kinds of teams. In the beginning, it might be you. It might be you and your you and your wife or husband or some family member, or something. But it's, it's, you, 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 sometimes you're a one man team, one person team, mm -hmm. and and so so you. But but then then you got to do it all. But 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 you but you need to know, even if you're doing it all, even if it's just you and one or two people, and you're having to do a whole bunch of things that you know down the road I can't keep doing this or I'll never grow. You got to do it with that knowledge in mind. And then find find a, a build a sub team of people you and then be able to delegate it and teach them the correct principles, let them govern themselves, let them take ownership of whatever they're supposed to do, and you move to a higher ground to to, to work on your business so they can keep working in the business, and then you then you go out there and you start building leaders in the field like I did, that that where I couldn't go and babysit all their people, I couldn't go field train mm -hmm. all their people, I couldn't birth all their people, <clears throat> I couldn't motivate all their people all the time, I had to teach them how to. I had to duplicate myself. I had to, I had to, I had to make sure that I had Hubert number two, Hubert number three, Hubert number four, all, all these guys out there doing that. And next thing you know, all of them took ownership of it because they, they had the feeling of ownership. They were feeling that they were building not only a great bus together, a great empire, but they were building a great team within a team. And that mm -hmm. kept that spirit going. And, and, it, and, and it's, uh, it's just, it's just a, it's just a big, yeah, and, and may, maybe it's a, a little bit of subject, but, you know, the more I've learned about the system uh, that helped you build these two largest insurance distribution channels and building the third one, and I look at, like every other traditional business, there's really that, uh, there is a difference here in the way, a lot of similarities, obviously, but there's also some important differences as to where this system really it creates these cells all over the place that you know get alive on its own, and you know they 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 grow into this monstrous organizations. Uh, so the team, the system you're saying is the one thing that will enable you to have your people always be recruiting. But, but yeah. The whole pur the whole purpose of the system, Mauricio, for us was to was to was my philosophy is build leaders. And teams will come. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, build leaders and teams will come. It's like from the Field of Dreams, that movie where they said, guys, you kept hearing this voice about building this big, all you get all these baseball players from the past to come. And the voice kept whispering, build it and they will come. Well, go build this field that you were going to build in the middle of a cornfield. It's a long story if you had ever seen the movie. It's a great movie. But, but I, I, I kind of took that same philosophy. If I go out, if I if I build leaders, I have no I have no doubt that the teams will come because they'll do just like I did. They'll recruit and build, and mm -hmm. if they'll build leaders, it's just a compounding of building leaders and teams coming, and it's what is it's it's what you got to make sure you have it, and and, and you got to make sure you're the master copies worth duplicating, and the whole purpose of the system wasn't to do anything other than keep keep uh, building leaders who would keep bringing the recruits in. And we would we would use those principles, and we're building a distribution machine that was going to produce more business than any team had ever done in history. And so I I kept the main thing, the main thing, 
if I said I'm gonna I'll focus on gonna be the biggest thing in history, but I didn't focus on that deal or didn't have a system that could keep me on track where I'm where I'm replicating, replicating, replicating the, uh, the master copy. That's what it was all about, and it uh, it it took uh, it took all the, uh, the 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 human frailties out of it a lot and used the human strengths. Everybody was as long as we we kept high octane motivation going through it, it kept people moving, uh, and it kept people fighting off the the challenges that come with life and in business. And they, mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? It was a sure the system contained yeah. everything in it that it, it, it took for us to win. What has happened to me is that as I just went about. Um, taking action to materialize the vision of building the business is I found people along the way. I think that when you're speaking about a great vision and a great mission and you're taking action and obviously you need to attract these different talents and resources to do the things you don't know how to do. And it's, the, the, the team starts to come together like that from the technology standpoint, from the social media standpoint, from the administrative part, like, you know, as long as you keep an eye open for these different talents and know how to place them in and bring them in, it happens. Like I've never originally had an HR or somebody that, you know, went out and hired these people because sometimes, you know, I didn't really go about, you know, looking at the uh, curriculum and eventually you'll do that maybe when you're a, a bigger company. But at least for me, what's happened is that I found a lot of different talent that want to be part of something big and then you kind of put them in the right positions, and that's how you start building the team uh, uh, mm-hmm. initially. And uh, it just teaches me that as long as you are in action, and as long as you are really pursuing something bigger than yourself, people that are good at what they do want to be part of something bigger themselves, and so you will have no problem really attracting the talent. You know, that's what happened uh, to me. No, well, that's a good thing. And- you know, you you are, you got a strong presence, strong personality, strong passion. It's, it, that that creates magnetism, and you're you're like a human magnet, and and that's what people need. Leaders need to become, and the more magnetized you are, the more energized you are, uh, the you know you're going to attract people, and then mm-hmm. uh, it's like that old saying: set yourself on fire with enthusiasm, and when the crowd gathers to watch you burn, recruit them. I love that. Th- that 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 that's, that's going to always attract them, but then you got to recruit them. It's one thing to have podcasts and shows and events, and, yeah. and, 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 and we get people excited, and they get closer and closer to, 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 to us, and they come through funnels to, to, to reach us. Uh, but if, we don't, if, we don't, if we're not able to go and take those people and then convert them into very productive, more successful people for having joined with us, then it was of no value. So that's why a system... It's so important to make sure that that part of it gets done to, to, to the final fruition and, you know, to make this thing happen. It, and it ultimately becomes a lots of people doing a little bit led by a few that do a lot. You know, that's the old 80-20 rule. And, and in our business, back when we built the big A.O. Williams Primerica Company, the big WMA World Marketing Alliance World Financial Group Empire that's out there, and the company today, Hedgeman Group International, it... it we're bringing tons of people in there, and lots of them are, lots of them are people that come in and just sort of languish. Some fade away, and there's a lots of people who start building small teams, and they, they, they struggle, and they do whatever. All their ambition level is low, or whatever. We we let them do. They gravitate to whatever level they want to. We, we're going to be always pushing them and selling them a big dream, but people are going to move at their own pace at some time. But if you add it all up, and it's lots of people doing a little bit, and a few doing a lot. 
And it, we probably have more production coming from, probably 70% of our production coming from the little people and 30% from the big big guys. So it's, it, they all fit in. Everybody, whatever phase they are in their life, let them come in. Don't, see, our system, we don't weed them in. If you don't hit a certain amount of production, we kick you out. We, we, mm-hmm. we, we, uh, we don't do that. We, we give everybody a chance. We never give up on anybody. Now, if, if you, you can't do something illegal, unethical, or immoral, that's, go, that's a different story. You can, find your, you can find yourself out of our business and out of the industry. But assuming just production-wise, we don't put quotas on people. We don't put now. We have we have qualification levels. If you if you want to rise up and get the next reward, the next level, the next level. If you want mm-hmm. to win this big trip, you want to you want to you want to win this much equity or earn this much equity. There are things you got to do, but we don't impose that on you to stay in the business. We don't impose that. On, I just found I just found when you give entrepreneurship needs to have some freedom, freedom to fail, freedom to succeed, freedom to be average and ordinary for a while, whatever. That that's. If we have a high, I have a high expectation that everybody's going to succeed, but I have a high tolerance for the people who are being a little sluggish along the way, if, you, mm-hmm. if, if, if I can say it in a nice way. Yeah. You know, so, and, and I've seen some great stars that, that language. I've had, we've had some stars in our business that came in, uh, kind of left the company, wouldn't see them for two or three years. They came back uh, and, and rejoined. I've, I've, I've got a guy that makes a million dollars a year that I can think of right now that left, that came in and left twice because he, he kept thinking that, uh, well, I can't do it. He, he, mm-hmm. he, he, must, he, he mistook the beginning to be the end. It was a little harder than he thought. So he said, well, I'll go find an easier way. Well, he didn't find it. He came back. Then he said, well, I think I've learned enough now. I'm going to jump and do my own when he comes back. Well, that's fine. We have an open door policy. You, you, you know, you know, we'll see you when you we'll see you when you come back. The light will be on. Always mm-hmm. come back. Mm-hmm. We don't make bill grudges. We don't. I don't want anybody leaves me. I, I want them to succeed in life and and, and wish they wish them well. And and if they if they come back and join with us, great. That's that's the way it is. But anyway, it's all about uh, building a, a a network of people from all walks of life with all levels of ambition and levels of, of achievement. And you gotta you gotta you gotta tolerate them and. And uh, uh, you you got to lead them, mm-hmm. you you got to you, you got to give example examples, but but you got to be able to accept them and allow them to to, to do what they got to do. And 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 again, uh, it's all, the only way you really can multiply happiness is to divide it. So you have to kind of divide this thing up into into leaders that are hooked together in series, like a bunch of batteries in series, where the mm-hmm. the, the sum total of if you had twelve batteries just sitting around. By themselves, it's it's the sum it's the sum total of power in each one of those batteries, whatever it is. But if you hook all twelve of them in series, and they're all putting out at once, the the the, the sum total of all that power is much more than you add up all twelve of them in, individually together. It's a it's a it's 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 about series. It's about synergy. Synergy is just a super form of energy. It's what synergy of is. Of course, yeah. And and that's why that's why. That, that's the importance of building a team is to create that extra team force. That teamwork makes the dream work type of a feeling that that you want to have, and uh, it's it's the most fun thing I do is building, helping find, go, sifting through the leader, these recruits, to let the system. And, and another thing, this is a very important lesson I learned in route to building big teams. There's never been a system, a computer, 
or anything that's been invented that can look inside the heart of a man or woman and see if they're going to be one of those winners, mm-hmm. one of those super team builders. You can't tell in the beginning. They all look alike. There's no W written on their forehead that says, I am the winner, choose me. Well, different their actions and all, you know, by their fruits you'll eventually know them. But I, I, it's kind of like the old Marine philosophy. Kill them all and let God sort them out. Now, I don't want to kill anybody. I don't want to kill anybody. But, but in the Marines, they, they say, listen, you can't sit there and say, well, that guy, he does, he looks like he's a nice enemy. I don't think he'll shoot me. This one might. Well, by the time you do all that thing, somebody's done shot you right between the eyes. So you got when you see somebody, you can't you can't pick and choose. You got to go bang, bang, bang. You got to shoot. Now God will sort all all them out on the other side. Kill them we, all. I, Let yeah, God sort and, them out. Okay. The, and, and and my philosophy is like that. I don't want to kill anybody. But we want to recruit them all and let our success system sort them out. All right. And it does. That's the purpose of it. So it's good. It is very clear the importance of teams. Now, when it comes to partners, because, you know, many people do start a business and they own everything. And sometimes they need to uh, bring in bring in partners, right? Whether they're, they are, they're bringing in a talent that they don't possess and sort of a partnership or whether that is through they need to, uh, well, maybe partnership is different than investors, right? Whether you have to give out equity that is uh, the, for bringing investors into it. But more about partners. Because some, uh, a lot of entrepreneurs are bringing their wives as partners. They bring their sisters, uh, their sons. And, 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 you know, that works out in many cases okay, but in many, many cases works out just uh, bad. And so what your experience been like? What did you look into before bringing on a partner? Well, it depends upon exactly what you mean by partners. My whole life's just been about partners. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, I chose my partner, Norma, my wife. She's been my, my hopefully my eternal partner, and she's been a partner in life and her family. And, and, and what she's done in the family had everything to do with the success I've had in the business. Because I see if she that. Had to, if she had to... If, if she hadn't have taken a lot of my responsibilities back all those years and filled in for me a little bit for that period of time for us to be able to be rewarded later, uh, she, she allowed me enough time to, 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 to miss a dinner, to be gone from home multiple nights. She was willing. That, that's a partner. That, that's the first thing. Fine. If you go, you don't have to be married, but if you are married, you better make sure you right. got so somebody. If, gonna, if, if whoever you, you. Yeah, whoever you choose as a partner, and if you're an entrepreneur, you know they they better know, you know that you're probably going to be working uh, twice as much as uh, a regular, you know, nine to five employee is going to be working, and that's going to be maybe more more of a roller coaster uh, life. Uh, especially in the beginning, there may be always an entrepreneurship, right? Because you're never really out in the clear. You're in business. Right. And, 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 and different, spou- different spouses are going to take different roles. Some are going to get in and work in the business. You know, you got a partner that knows a lot about the business. Other partners are going to take care of other things in their life and share with you at different inst- instances. Oh, we won't get into all that. But partners, it, 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 uh, you know, a, a partner a partnership is a. Uh, if nothing else, your spouse needs to be a dream partner. At a minimum, they need to be a, a couple power, dream power. That, that's, sure, that, that's at a minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your, your at, partner at, needs at, to be at, there with you. Yeah, that, that's absolutely right. You know, and and uh, uh, the 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 other the other thing about about partners, they've got a uh, when you bring if you're bringing investors in, uh, well, you 
I, I've never dealt with an investor that wasn't a strategic investor. Mm-hmm. I learned a long time ago, the, 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 uh, I've had shots at, at company people and angel investors and all were going to help us and different things. But they wanted to put the money in. They liked it. It sounded like a good hot deal. They got a big fund of money over here. All right, we'll put the money over here. But you know good well they, they, they put the hooks in you, bam, bam, and you're giving away too much for too little because they got the money and you don't. And, uh, and then they want to operate. And some will want to operate. They say they don't, but they'll get in there and mess around. But the biggest thing is that they're going to want to flip that thing in two or three or four years. Mm-hmm. Angel investors are not in there for the long haul. So you got all this pressure pressure on you and all this kind of stuff. So I made up my mind I wasn't going down down that route. I'd heard too many war stories. Mm-hmm. I only I would only take somebody if it was a strategic investor. That there was going to be a whole lot more value in the relationship than just the investment that they put in. That that was very critical for me, and it's mm-hmm. worked out to be great down very the road. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 a lot of my, a lot of my partners were people that have come on board, no money, put their time effort in the game. Right. And and and, I, and I've, uh, I've I've given them some ownership to be an, a, a little bit of a partner on that side of the house, in addition to the salaries and et cetera bonuses that they make. So there's all kind of ways to do partnership. But mm-hmm. but the real but the real partners in, in our business, not the real, but and then we had great partners where we brought in people like you said with different talents to be. And you need and you need both. I mean, you you need both, right? But would you say that maybe the partners you're brought in for their talent to make up for any uh, you know lack of experience in some areas have those paid the biggest yield than some some, than even even bringing the money? You know. Oh yeah, listen, you you give me those, and they're much rather have that. I I remember uh, Andrew Carnegie had a great quote. He was a little guy that came over as a little boy with three pennies in his pocket from Scotland, and a little short guy, about five foot two or something. And he grows up and in, 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 invents the whole steel industry, becomes the first billionaire in this country. But he was a great guy. But, but his motto was this, because he lived through all kinds of depressions and, 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 and world wars, and he lost and made fortunes all the time. And, but he said this, he said, and I had a big sign in my office, I still got it, it says, Says, take away all of my, my, my. It, it's funny he said railroads because I, I used to work on the railroads. <laughs> take away all my railroads. Take away my, my factories, my plants, but leave me just two or three of my good men, and mm. I'll have it all back in two or three years. Meaning, or so, I'm paraphrasing him, but meaning, take take my fortune away. Take everything I got. Take all of the assets I got. But leave me two or three good people that I need in my mastermind. I've added a little words to it here, and I'll I'll have it all back. And, and and that gave me the courage when I left the railroad to go full time after three months part time in this business. That I, I I felt I I felt I I felt I had I had enough knowledge of the system and where I was at. I was in the right place, and I just jumped. Then later when. When, it, when, when Art sold the company to Sandy Wild and became Prime America, I stayed about a year. But I just decided that uh, there was, for reasons that were good reasons that, mm-hmm. that they were going to stick with just what they had and they weren't going to diversify. And I, could, I, I, I had made a mistake and bought into a bigger dream, and now they were going to tell me I had to shrink it back down. I couldn't do it. So, but, but I knew that I, I, I walked away from an income paying me five, six million dollars a year. With equity, a bunch of equity I had built up in our reinsurance company, 
So, and, and, I, and I walked away from a, a, an organization that had 50,000 licensed people selling at any given time, wow. 5,000 liters. I jumped out of a perfectly good airplane with no parachute. But, mm -hmm. but that's fine. But I was, I was like Andrew Carnegie. I took that little slogan with me and I put it on my first desk I had in the new company. I, it, all my, everybody, everything's gone. My cash flow's gone. Everything's gone. I've just got to go have it because I now, but see, I took with me the system. I took with me the knowledge of the system that I had implanted in that company, and I took the system. And all of a sudden, two or three or four of those guys that, that were my leaders over there finally got the courage, and they came over later, and they joined with me. And so I had two or three, just like Andrew Carnegie said, I got two or three of those leaders. I got my system. And guess what? Made, replicated that, duplicated that, for, that fortune very shortly. And over and over. So that's mm -hmm. the mentality you got to have when you're dealing with good people, good people, good partners, they're much more important without them, you know, and Hey, and, and you need to have a system where you always are developing new partners. Mm -hmm. You don't just stay there with the same two or three partners. I learned a long time ago. Some of the people that were playing, playing roles in companies in certain periods of time, uh, they, they don't, they don't grow in their talents and abilities and can't fulfill the role at another level another time in another era and, uh, and and new people have to come in it's up to people to change and adapt uh, and modernize themselves if they don't somebody else is going to have to come in and, uh, and in some ca many cases in business it pushes you out of a job because because you, you, they, they've 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 learned skills that you didn't that you didn't right. have mm -hmm. to fill your job so partner partners partners are a big thing of any any variety you know, the littlest person who comes in our business is a, is, a, is a partner. A good secretary, a good assistant is a person. I, I, I've got people around me that I don't even know what you call their titles, but, man, they're the, they are, they are the jack of all trades. They're the, they're the administrator of all things, and they're more, they're more important to me than, uh, than, than somebody's got the big title and the big degrees and all. I remember I had a lady named Judy Fox who was my sister. She was, she was the head of – her whole role was to make people in our company who met her at conventions and to come to our headquarters feel great. She was a, she was, wow. she was a, she was a queen of quality of life. And, and her deal was to make sure that Hubert Humphrey could, could, could stay sharp and stay focused and energized and, and, and have enough fun to where I could stay running and building companies. And she was in charge of my quality of life for me and Norma, period. End of story. Interesting. She, she worked with she worked with, she. My pilot and her were the two most important people at the company that last ten or twelve years because they kept me. They made my life where it didn't. And you need the out. energy. You need that energy. Yeah. I mean, I, so many things come to my mind as entrepreneurs, and we could be maybe what I'm going to say is going to take us off to another subject. But just how important it is to really understand you know, how to conserve your energy and immediately delegate, have somebody, like you said, you know, a quality of life uh, uh, expert on, on your side or something like that. That would be an expert, just somebody with that sort of responsibility mm -hmm. to take you uh, away from those things that, that to take energy because everything takes energy, you know, uh, uh, just every activity in, in the day. But I want to say something else before we wrap up today's uh, episode is that one of the things I admire is that uh, of you is that the from the from the receptionist to the people that have the the biggest responsibilities in your companies is 
you take the time to recognize every single one of them. So it's like you don't treat them just as, you know, just regular, how do I say, just uh, recognize people necessarily in a more important way. Everybody's recognized. Everybody is treated with dignity. Everybody's treated with respect. Everybody's treated like a human being, which sometimes lack in other organizations where, you know, the hot shots are treated in a certain way and, and the people in maybe lower positions are not. And I think you recognize everybody on these events from the developers of software, from people that do customer service, from uh, field support, from obviously the sales rep that that uh, obviously they, they make things happen. And so, you know, I think that that's also an important thing to recognize here and to mention. Um, treat everybody like a partner if we're talking like, you know, we're talking about partners here. Absolutely. It, it, everybody is a, everybody's a, we're all human beings. We're all, we all, a, we're a child of God and we got the same father in heaven and, and all of, what, what, what title we got on earth and how much money we got and what, what management position we hold over somebody else that doesn't go with us when we leave here, buddy. <laughs> it's mm. just, this is just a little practice area. We have this. So you got to treat people, treat people right. And I, I let, I let our people, especially the ones that are got more responsibilities. I say, listen, guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be pushing and shoving. I'm gonna be a hard driver all the time. I'm gonna be pushing for excellence. And sometimes I may not say it as sweet as I need to say it, or I forgot to do this or got to do that, or I might be a little firmer. But they, they know that I care about them. I, I, I make sure they know behind the scenes why I'm doing what I do and that I love them and care for them. And, uh, and, and if you ever got, if you ever have to go and, uh, there, there's a scripture that, that I go by. It says, says, uh, it, it says, this is how you kind of, if you got to be, in, if you're going to be in a position of authority, it says, it says you got to, it says sometimes you're going to have to reprove, R-E, reprove betimes with sharpness when moved upon by the, by the spirit or whatever to do it, you got to be firm mm -hmm. sometimes, but, but, but then you got to come back with an increased showing of love, lest they esteem you to be their enemy. That's what most people forget to do. They forget to come back with an increased showing of love after they've had to kind of, you know, get them a little bit. Sure. You, know, you don't get them because you didn't like them. It's business. Don't take this personal. This is all business. We're trying to win. But you got to come back and show people that you love them along the way mm -hmm. in, in, in doing that. It's, without that, you, you just become a mean old nasty boss and, and nobody likes you and you don't like yourself. And it, it leads to bad things. It, I, I just don't want that on my conscience. I, I'm, a, I'm a pretty tough guy to, to have to deal with, but if you want to win, you'll love me, you know. <laughs> You know, but you and you and you, but you know, I, but you know, I, I love you and I care about you. Yeah. You know, and, and, and anyway, we all. Well, no, without we, we, without a doubt, the teams that win is people teams that are built of of people that are feeling good. Right. You know, and yeah. that doesn't mean you don't have to get tough at uh, uh, at them every now and then as a leader. Oh yeah, you got to do it. If if you don't do it, there's no discipline. There's no drive. There's no you're saving people from themselves. Right. It's what you're doing. And they, they, they appreciate it. And the ones that really appreciate it are the ones that are just going to accept it and they're going to learn from it and they're going to learn how to deal with their people in the same way that you did. And it, it just makes for success. And so it's a whole, it's a whole, uh, it, it's just, uh, uh, to me, to, to, to me, the, the greatest, the, 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 the greatest, the key to success is, uh, is, is building a team and, 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 and finding 
good leaders and good partners. You know, I said, build, find, we build leaders so teams will come. Yeah. The, those leaders are our partners. Those are the best partners. When you've sifted through there and these guys ride up to rise up, become your, your team builder part. Those, those are great partners, man. Those, those, they're, they're the ones that keep the system going without them. Mm-hmm. You don't build a, you don't build a distribution team. You don't move the products. You don't make the money. That you, that you want to make, you know, you tell me what, uh, how to choose a great business partner. Choose somebody that, that's a finisher, somebody that's a doer, somebody will stay until the till the work has to get done. They they will do it and do it until the job gets done. You don't want partners around you that are going. Well, I got I, it's a, it's twelve o'clock on Friday. I let's wind down here. Yeah. I'm gonna have a great weekend and I'll see you Monday or Tuesday. I mean, I don't mean that nobody's gonna ever do some of that. But man, you, you, you got to do things when you got to do them. You got to have those kind of people. You got to have uh, 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 you got to have people who got the capacity to, and and, and, a, and a family situation that will uh, allow them the, the time to fail. You know, yeah. Wilson Clemens, who founded the, the Holiday Inn chain way back in the fifties, about the same time Ray Kroc was finding McDonald's, mm-hmm. uh, the Holiday Inn was uh, starting. He he said that the he said the the biggest reason why he was successful was when he finally convinced his wife to allow him it was okay for him to not make it home to dinner at night with the family for prolonged periods of time. When she got where she would allow him the freedom to miss family dinners, that started him down the road. It gave him enough wow. time and freedom to go in. Just that simple little thing. Mm-hmm. And 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 Rake and, and Sam Walton who founded uh, uh, Walmart. Great, one of the great success stories of all time. Uh, he, he, had, he had a spouse who, ha, who, had, who didn't work in the business. She didn't work in the office. She didn't work anywhere. She was just a nice person. They lived in a small house. He still drove his little pickup truck. And all of a sudden, that company had taken off. And a bunch of the Wall Street guys had come into town and, and jumped into the game and started to try to take it public. And, and so next thing you know, Walmart, this little Sam Walden, is up in Wall Street talking to people up there and all this it's go country way and it becomes a big hotshot stock. Uh-huh. And all the people all the shareholders were just making a ton. Were wealthy. overnight sensations, wealthy. And uh and, and, and that was mostly the people that had invested some money in him and, and then the people that went when it went public, people bought the stock and all that kind of stuff. But but all the workers, all, all the truck drivers and the secretaries and all those people they didn't have any. They they didn't have any of that. They would just had their salaries, which was good, and 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 he was of the old school where you cut costs. You know, Walmart was a discount company where you cut costs, and so he you know minimum wage and, and lower salary and get the most out of the people and, and then replace them with some more people if they you know that was his yeah. he was a good guy but that was his motto. Yeah. Well, she find, but once they had all that money one day she was riding in his pickup truck with him one day, and she told him to stop. They pulled over the side road and he, she said Sam. I got to tell you something here. We got all this money. We we're very successful. But how, how much does your secretary make? How much does this guy mm-hmm. make? How much does this guy make? And he said, well, we got to keep it that way. Got to make the stock, the stock. And she finally told him that she wasn't, <laughs> she wasn't going to live with him if, 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 and have all this money if it couldn't be shared with all the people out there that helped build it. And so she, he took that, that little driving his truck with his wife, went and told the people to go find some way to create a great employee pl- plan Everybody in the company had a way of sharing in the equity. His secretary became multimillionaire. Truck drivers were well, were millionaires. Uh, so you, the, you, you, it goes back to your partner. You know, you, you get the right kind of partner. 
uh, they'll keep you straight. And, and, and the ones you hire, bring along for the ride, the leaders you build in the field, if you got the right ones, the, 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 the collectively, y'all will all be on the that's, – that's your true north. That, that'll put you on the true north path to success. All right. Well, we're, we are way past our regular podcast time today, Hubert, but it was so important to talk about those things. And, you know, something, a funny thing that uh, I just noticed right now, my first experience coming to the United States, we, when we first came in, uh, my dad brought us to the United States. We were driving all across Texas, and right when we got to Oklahoma, it was, about to, it was a big, big, big storm. I tell you, my first experience of uh, United States was uh, staying at a Holiday Inn, having McDonald's, trying Nilla cookies that were purchased at a close-by Walmart. Interesting. So those, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so just just talking about all those things. That's you know, that's why I was I was uh, smiling big because those memories were coming were coming back. And uh, well, obviously, great teams that built these great companies gave me a great uh, welcoming. Uh, you know, kept me warm in the in the storm uh, as we got into Oklahoma. But anyways, that's a, a whole different thing. Hey, listen, guys, it's Friday. Today is the day. This afternoon, we have the Conquer event, and the speakers are ready. The stage is ready. It's going to be something like you've never experienced before in a virtual format. Not just because of the way we uh, are going to present this thing, uh, to you, but also the content that you'll be able to take away from this Conquer event. So do not miss it. If you still haven't registered, you still have the opportunity to do so by going to ConquerEvent.com. We've made it so accessible, so easy for everybody to experience this event and more importantly, take the, the information. Take Guys, we're going to be hearing from truly very successful entrepreneurs you cannot miss this if you want to be successful in business. So go to ConquerEvent.com, register, because it's today in just a, a, a few hours. And with that being said, uh, finally, I'd like to thank our sponsor. Can't forget about them. Thanks to their sponsorship, we are able to do this podcast and bring it to you every single day. And, of course, I'm talking about Hegemon Group International. If you are looking for the best vehicle, the, the vehicle that can take you from where you are now to where you want to go, you got to check them out. You got to check out the opportunity. I remember uh, many years back when I heard that in this country, in order to, 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 to make a lot of money, create a lot of wealth, you've got to be able to de deliver a lot of value. And this opportunity gives you uh, that vehicle that enables you to add a lot of value and get paid in equal, or in other words, like, as I always say, get paid handsomely in return. So go check them out. Go to hgiopportunity.com. That is hgiopportunity.com, and you'll see what I'm talking about. And with that being said, we'll see you later at the Conquer event. Hubert, excited for that? Hey, we'll see you at the great event. Let's go. All right, let's go. Bye-bye. Warning, this podcast may change the way you think about business, entrepreneurship, and money forever. The Conquistador Podcast was created for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and leaders who want to conquer their future. To be an epic entrepreneur, you must adopt the right mental paradigms as well as master the art of selling, marketing, and finance. 